0: So, yes, there are five F's that are keeping you from being financially free, but it takes two. It takes two. That's all it takes is two things, truth and love, to get out of the bondage of a decision uh, that you are trying to make, uh, to get out of a trap uh, that you feel like you have been uh, set up in, uh, to get out of a... Uh, you know, a a wishy-washy kind of a thing um, that that doesn't feel good to you. Because the truth is, if we actually deal with the truth and if we love ourselves enough to acknowledge it, when we make a financial decision that does not sit well with us, we know it. Even when we go spending too much money for Christmas toys and you haven't paid your rent. Um, Even when we go and buy uh, that nice car um, to impress our friends. I I actually have friends or or people that I know, associates, who will buy a car that they cannot afford in order to impress this next F. So the, the first F was feelings uh, that'll keep you from being financially free. The next F is family. We're not gonna abandon family, but we gonna deal with the family in truth and in love. And the answer is no. You know, we, we have a um, process uh, in my household, my marriage. I've been married to a man who I love uh, and who I feel loves me. I've never had any reason to doubt it. Um, we argue over things like toothpaste, you know, silly things like that. But we've been married for over 26 years. We have three beautiful daughters. Um, my grandmother, God rest her soul. I think her greatest joy in life. Uh, was a, one of her greatest joys in life was knowing that there was someone here on this earth taking care of me. So my husband, Demetrius, if you're out there listening, I love you, baby. Um, but in our family, in our household, uh, when his family members want to borrow money, they come and ask me. Now, who's trying to ask me for anything? <laughs> they probably rather go jump off the mountain in order to, instead of coming to ask me. And when my family members uh, want to borrow something, they go and ask him. Now, I'm probably going to, I I have a tendency to be softer with people I know, believe it or not, Um, although I can easily say yes and I can also very, very, I mean, uh, no, I can also very easily ignore you. Let me be clear. I can easily say No. And I can also easily ignore a request that I feel is coming from a place that is not um, honorable, integral, integral, loving. Like if you try to guilt trip me into something, it's just really not going to work. But there are situations where I may want to help someone and so on and so forth. And I've got a budget each month for giving. If someone asks me, hey, and I want to do it, then this is what I do. But outside of that. Um, And in most situations, if you have a major request, you got to go ask my husband. And let me tell you, he looks straight until you know. He don't even think about it until you know. Like I'm, you know, probably, you know, feeling a little type of a way. I'm going to go pray about it. And then I'm going to call you and I'm going to explain to you. But what I have found is the other F that's keeping us from being financially free is friends. Your friends. Now, I know you and, uh, uh, you know, Keisha been best friends since you were two. Uh, I know uh, that you and Antoine uh, used to play, uh, you know, uh, basketball, football and all that. You went to all the summer camps together. I know, but that was 20 years ago. That was 30 years ago. And so now you are on another path and Keisha and Antoine don't wanna come with you. Here's something that we all have to remember. If God has blessed you with a vision he did not bless necessarily your friend with the same vision. That vision is for you to carry out. That vision is for you uh, to manifest. That business is for you uh, to bring into fruition. It's not everybody else's job uh, or your, fam- your friends. It is not necessarily their responsibility. And it doesn't make them bad friends, okay? So sometimes you are trying to get to the next level, but you're still hanging out at the club. Sometimes you're trying to get to the next level, but you are still trying to act like you cool. And then your friends will tell you, oh, you changed. Yes, I have. And you should, too. (laughs) And if you don't want to, that's fine. I accept you the way you are. But the truth is, yes, I have changed. Let me tell you something, Lynn Richardson, I have changed. Oh, absolutely. Let me tell you, I have been humbled. I have uh, been set free. Um, I have a whole new perspective. I understand what joy, peace, and harmony is. I am no longer worried, anxious, uh, afraid, fearful. Yes, I have changed. So do not let your friends and what they think about you hold you back. Even more so, do not let... What your friends have achieved intimidate you, okay? So there is, I I said before, shame and uh, pride are, are all the same. The posture is down here, but the perception is someplace else. And if your friends have advanced further than you, it's okay? Jealousy is not. Jealousy is the number one way to block your blessing. Envy is the number one way to block your blessing. So do not let your friends, whether they don't want to come along with you or whether they've gone along ahead of you. Don't let your friends keep you from being financially free. Listen you also want to surround yourself with people who have been where you are trying to go or who are going where you are trying to go. Your network determines your net worth. If you have five broke friends, you're going to be number six. If you have nine broke friends, you're going to be number 10. If you, let me tell you something. And it doesn't mean that you uh, isolate yourself from people who don't have quote unquote, the amount of money. And I'm not talking about an amount. I'm talking about broken in spirit. I'm talking about broken in motivation. I'm talking about broken. You can be best friends. I can make a million dollars. You can make a hundred thousand. We can be best friends because it's not equal giving or equal earning. It is equal opportunity. It is equal love. It is equal truth. Those are the things by which we are to measure our friendships. So there are five F's that, you, that can keep you from being financially free, but it takes two truth and love. You can love a thing. You can love a person. You can love a friend. But what does the truth tell you to do? It is time to walk in your blessing. The harvest is here and the time is now. Okay, so there are five F's that are keeping you from being financially free. But guess what? It only takes two. It takes two to break out of the bondage of the things that we have been in. Now, let me just say this. Um, This is very important to understand. Um, It's going to take a lot of undoing to undo the doing you have done. Let me repeat. It's going to take a lot of undoing to undo the doing you have done. So be patient with yourself. Let me explain it this way. There are 365 days in a year. If you are 10 years old, that means you've been living for 3,650 days. If you are 20 years old, that means you have been living for well over 7,000 days. If you are 40 years old, that means you have been living for well over 14,000 days. And the list goes on and on and on. So the truth is your financial DNA is the makeup of all of your beliefs, your systems, your habits, and your values that you have accumulated over thousands and thousands and thousands of days. So you got to be patient with yourself in this undoing. It's going to take a lot of undoing. You are not going to be free in the physical realm tomorrow be if you are bankrupt today. You are not going to be free in the physical realm tomorrow if they are coming to repossess your car in an hour, but you can be free. In the spiritual realm, you can be free mentally and you can be free emotionally. So that's why it's going to take us mastering these five F's every single time you are facing a financial decision that you think is going to lead you down a path where you don't want to go. I want you to ask yourself, it takes two. I want you to say to yourself, it takes two. And then ask yourself, does this line up with truth? And does it line up with love? The next F, the first F that was keeping us from being financially free is feelings, okay? Feelings that get out of control. And the truth is, money is not emotional. We are. Money does not get angry. We do. Money does not play favorites. We do. Money is not emotional. As a matter of fact, money is one of the most objective, reliable resources you can depend on. Why? Because... I've said it before and I'll keep saying it again because one plus one equals two. Mathematically, it won't change. No one can decide. You know what? Well, one plus one equals 10 today. No, it does not. One plus one equals two. So you might not be able to depend on the weather. You might not be able to depend on your family members. You might not be able to depend on that significant other. You might not be able to depend on something else or someone else. But guess what? You can always count on math to add up. So feelings, we want to remove our feelings from these financial situations that we are in. And we want to say it takes two. It takes truth and it takes love for me to make a better decision. I love this furniture set, but guess what? The truth is, I cannot afford it. So guess what? It goes. I love uh, this new outfit, but the truth is, I don't have an emergency fund. I love uh, going out with my friends to eat, but the truth is, I can't afford it. And when I start applying the truth, to the things that I love, I realized that I could still love the thing, but the truth would put me in a position where I can also broadcast. I could say, hey, I'm standing up in this thing and I'm standing up in it with righteousness. And guess what? I may love it, but the truth is I cannot afford it. The next F that's keeping us from being financially free is family. OK, I want you to write that one down. Family. Now, let's let's just get this out of the way. Am I saying that you are to dismiss your family? Absolutely not. Am I saying you are to ignore your family? No, I'm not saying that. Am I saying that when you get to the next level that you are supposed to leave your family behind? No, I'm not saying that. But let me tell you what I am saying. Family should not hold you hostage. All too often in our community, when someone graduates or someone goes to college or someone gets the big job, uh, they think that you are, uh, you know, you making it big. You've got a big job in New York City. or You've got a big job in Los Angeles and everybody's counting your check, but your check can't even count itself because it's so little. (laughs) Okay. Everybody's counting your check. And so people start calling you, hey, baby, can you come and do this? Or, hey, can I borrow that? And you feel, let's go back to that other F, you feel guilty. Guilt is the first sign that you should probably not acquiesce to a request of a family member. So a family member calls you and says, hey, I need some money for X, Y, and Z. If you feel guilty, I'm telling you, you should probably feel no. Because if you say yes, you should say yes with power. If you say yes, you should say yes with authority. If you say yes, you should say yes because it's the right thing to do not because you feel guilty about doing it. And let me say something to you also. You know, we were at a a funeral, and um, I have family members who've sent me DM messages, and I didn't see the DM message. And then they told me, well, you out there helping everybody else, but you don't want to help your own family. And then I've had family members just blurt out, at an event, at a funeral, at a family gathering. Lynn, can I borrow $5,000? Lynn, can I borrow $2,500? Let me tell you something. Just because someone asks you a question does not obligate you to respond. Let me repeat. Just because someone asks you a question, it does not obligate you to respond, So if you send me a text message asking me to borrow some crazy amount of money, we haven't had a discussion about it. I just get it. I don't have to respond to that. You see, a lot of times we feel guilty because family um, has put us on the spot. We feel guilty because um, a loved one, a significant other, they want to start a business and they know that you've got some money saved. So now you feel some type of way. The answer is no, I don't have it. I remember my uncle, God rest his soul, one of my favorite uncles, well, all of my favorite, but this was my uncle. He could have been the president of the United States of America, I am telling you. He was the mayor of the projects. Oh, let me tell you, he was. And there was a time he was going through a drug problem and I rode up to my grandmother's house. This was my father's mother, not Grandma B. This was my other grandmother. I drove on up in my new little white Lexus and I'm looking good and I've got a nice bag and all this stuff. And he asked me to borrow $50. Now, I know for a fact, he was gonna go smoke something. I I know it. I felt guilty, so I gave it to him. I said to myself, how am I gonna tell him no? He knows I have it. So sometimes they come and approach you because they know you have it and you really can't say no. But Susan Taylor said this, it changed my life. She said, guess what? No is a complete sentence. When you say no, you don't have to back it up with an explanation. When you say no, you don't have to offer a dissertation. When you say no, you do not have to be subject to an interrogation. The answer is no. Because, see, you say no, and then all of a sudden, your no becomes a no because I did that. And by the time you get through talking, you done gave the people the money, the house, the car, you done gave them everything, right? And what are they going to do with it? So, it takes two. Yes, I love you, uncle, but the truth is, I don't have money for you. Or the truth is, brother or sister, yes, I love you, but I don't have money for this. Let me tell you something. Here's another thing family members do. They call you And you think you're about to just talk about the weather or whatever's going on and they start telling you all their problems, honey, tell them all your problems back. Child, I got three kids in college. Let me tell you, I got to pay my rent, my light, my gas, my mortgage. Guess what? It takes two and we're going to keep on talking about it. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk. Welcome forward now. This is the Millionaires Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson and we are creating millionaires, one family at a time. One day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time. And that means you. Okay, so there are five F's that are keeping you from being financially free, but it takes two. That's all it takes. It takes truth and love to get out of the bondage, whatever it is that you are in, a decision that you made uh, that you want to unmake, uh, a mistake uh, that happened. Um, Let me help you understand something. Truth and love means that you also deal with loving your own self. And after you acknowledge the truth about what you did, move on, forgive yourself. Don't beat up on yourself forever. You know, when when I was um, going through my financial situation, I uh, disappointed a lot of people. And more importantly, I disappointed myself. Once I came to grips with what I did and I told the truth to the people who I loved and love, um, everybody who still had a problem, oh, well, now that doesn't mean that you are dismissive. It does not mean that you operate with arrogance. Um, but do not let anyone hold you hostage for a mistake that you made last decade, last year or or even last week, okay? Uh, uh, Say you're sorry. Apologize to yourself. Ask God for forgiveness. Ask them for forgiveness. If they give it to you, great. If they don't, that's fine too. But keep on moving. See, these feelings... Get us stuck in a hole of depression. These feelings can get us stuck in a hole of not not moving. These feelings can get us stuck and we do not want to be there. So the five F's that are keeping you from being financially free. The first one was feelings. The second one was family. Uh, The third one uh, was friends. And, And we know that we're not abandoning our friends. But I certainly am looking and I'm not, you know, one of those people I'm looking to go make new friends. I've got enough friends. I've got enough associates. I've got enough family members. But if a new friendship um, uh, manifests because there are mutual interests, I am not going to let my old friendships keep me from developing new ones. Let me tell you another thing about friends. Everybody didn't like Tyrone or nobody liked uh Joanne and ever growing up everybody but now Tyrone is successful. Now Joanne Is doing some things, and you may want to partner with Joanne or Tyrone or whomever it is um, on a particular matter. But your old friends still have not gotten over whatever happened in 1992 or 1986, Uh, stuff that happened on the playground when you were outside uh, at recess. Okay, you've not gotten over that. Get over that stuff. Don't don't let these, uh, you know, uh, innate or these uh, outdated uh, uh, scenarios block you from your future. And sometimes you may have to go apologize to somebody because, you know, you were rotten in the past or, you know, you did not have um, the best of intentions. One of my very, very good friends, she is like a sister to me. Uh, 20 some years ago, we fell out over some stupid stuff. It it was just really ignorant and silly. And the truth is I was a little jealous. I mean, although I was married with children and I had a degree, um, she had a level of freedom that I think I envied or, you know, she wore different kinds of clothes and here I was broke and trying to figure it out and so on and so forth. But it appeared to me that she had more than I had. So I was a little envious. And so I'd say little snide remarks and you know how we do. Everybody y'all trying to sit up here, act like you so nice and innocent. Uh-uh. Sometimes we we have pride, we have anger, we have fear, we have envy. These are real things. And truth and love dictates that we will acknowledge these things. We will acknowledge them. And then we will move on. So I saw her literally about 20 years later And she was on uh, social media uh, at an event with several other people who I respect and honor and know. And in my heart, I knew that I was the cause of the breakdown of that friendship. And so I reached out to her, um, I sent her a message and I apologized. And I just told her, I said, I was in a bad place. Um, I was envious, I apologized, this, that, and the other. She ended up responding back to me and apologizing to me. And she had just gone through uh, a situation where uh, a parent had died and so on and so forth. And let me tell you, we are building businesses together. Uh, we have traveled the world together. Like we have done so many great things all because I was able to, because we were able to really, really deal with the friendship. So don't let a broken friendship, a broken relationship, keep you from being financially free. Now it takes two. It just takes truth and it takes love. There's another F that's keeping us from being financially free. And this F is also keeping some of us fat. Now, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I lost 100 pounds. I'll tell you all about that a little bit later. But it's food. We've got to get a handle on what we're putting into our bodies and how much we are spending on it. There are five Fs that are keeping you free, but the time is here. The harvest is now. So, yes, there are five F's that are keeping you from being financially free. But guess what? It takes two. That's all it takes. It takes truth and love to reverse the curse. It takes truth and love to get back on the right course. It takes truth and love together. Okay. no more of this. I'm going to spend more money than I have because I love. uh, uh, you know, uh, my boo. No more I'm going to spend money I don't have because I love uh, my baby. No more I'm going to spend more money than I have or I'm going to go commit to things that I cannot afford because I love that color or I've, uh, I've always loved this car. If you cannot afford it, if it does not fit, get rid of it. I've said that before. One plus one equals two. If your stuff adds up to ten, it'll never ever get into two. So the first thing we want to do is deal with the truth and, and, and then attach some love to it, okay? Because love by itself can be blind. Love by itself can lead you over the cliff and love by itself will have you broke and broken and we want to leave broke behind and take our power back. So the first F was feelings. The next uh, F was uh, uh, family. Family. The next after that was friends, uh, and this next F that's keep you from being financially free is food. Now, let me just be clear and and let everybody know right here up front, um, I eat everything, okay? Um, The only thing I don't like is liver and sweet peas, uh, but pretty much anything else I will eat. I eat pork in moderation, I eat fish, I eat chicken, I eat red meat. And what I have learned to do is listen to my body. I lost over a hundred pounds. Um, I'll talk about that in a whole nother show. Um, and since then, I, I almost always eat protein and vegetables. I rarely eat red meat. Um, but one year I was eating red meat three or four times a week. And it turns out that my uh, iron was dangerously low and the red meat helped me at least to sustain a certain level of iron. So I didn't, check up out of here, okay? So I believe um, that we should listen to our bodies and so on and so forth and eat in moderation. My grandmother passed when she was 98. She did not have any major illnesses. She just pretty much died of old age and she ate whatever she wanted, always in moderation. But food is keeping us broke. Whole Foods is taking your whole check. Uh, DoorDash and all the delivery places, let me help you understand something. Go and get your money back, okay? So I remember when I was really broke and uh, the cereal at the grocery store uh, was uh, $1 a box. So it was 10 10 boxes for $10. So that was like a dollar a box. I brought the cereal home. My children were like, mama, we don't eat that. Oh, yes, you do. Oh, yes, you do. You you eat this cereal. "Uh Uh-huh. Yes, you are. You're going to eat this cereal. So you're going to clip coupons. You're going to bargain shop. You're going to go pick up your own food. Now, if it's dangerous or something like that and you think that you may need to, but you don't have to order from the delivery service every single day. You can go put your wig on, your socks and your shoes uh, and and your clogs and, and go jump in the car and pick that order up yourself. Curbside, okay? Money doesn't Talk. It walks away quietly, and it and it walks away, and it and it goes down our throats into our stomach, and and we've eaten up our wealth. Okay, so we are going to do better with this thing because your season is here, the harvest is here, and the time is now. KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. We've got a lot to talk. Broadcasting live from Lower Park, USA. Welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio. KBLA Talk 1580. Welcome forward now. This is the Millionaire's Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time. And that means you. Yeah, there are five F's that are keeping us from being financially free, but it takes two. That's all it takes is it takes two. Look at the day of the year and take in the special meaning. It can be any day of the year. I want you to use this as a blueprint and a template for how you are going to make better decisions. Because it's one thing to get the money. It's another thing to keep the money. It's yet another thing to grow the money. And in order to get the money, keep the money, and grow the money, you are going to have to confront haters, naysayers, blockers, crab barrel leg pullers, Folks who want to pull you down, people who tell you you can't, you're going to have to face these things on a daily basis. And it takes a lot of undoing to undo the doing we have done. And so sometimes we are met with the same mistake that we made 10 times before. And here's that same issue again. Are you going to make a mistake again, knowing what you know now or or are you going to approach it with truth in love. That's all it takes. It just takes two. So, the five F's that are keeping us from being financially free again, feelings. We had family. We had friends. We had food. Okay. You're going to discount. You're going to shop. You're going to use your coupons. You're going to click those coupons that come in the mail. You're going to go online. You're going to download the app. You're gonna use the rewards card. Every single time I go to the grocery store and I do this intentionally, I let them ring everything up first and then I give them my rewards card later after that so I can see how much money I saved. When my kids are at school, when they go uh, grocery shopping and they have to go get household things for their apartment and so on and so forth, they go to a specific uh, store and they have a little red card for 5% off. That 5% adds up, okay? So feelings, family, friends, food. We're going to go pick up our own food, all right? Let's just do that, okay, as a group. All right. Now, if you're going to have it delivered, then have the group have it delivered and everybody pitch in. But we need to stop spending twenty five dollars on a seven dollar hamburger meal. OK, let's stop doing that. All right. You know, I love y'all, but I got to say it. The last F that's keeping us being from being financially free is fun. Uh, some people have too much fun being broke. I'm just going to put it like that. Right. And And I was one of those people. You know, I was having fun. Um, the one problem with me living check to Monday is I enjoyed it. (laughs) I enjoyed buying things I could not afford. I enjoyed driving cars I could not afford. I enjoyed, uh, the accolades that I got from people. I enjoyed it. So if you are having a whole lot of fun and you broke, I'm going to tell you, you probably having a little bit too much fun. Now, does that mean you need to be crying and depressed and broke down and under the ground? Absolutely not. It just means if you broke and having fun too, is that fun attached to a dollar? Let's extract the dollars, let's get the peace. I found a peace that surpasses all understanding when I had gotten down to rock bottom zero and I was on food stamps. Because as long as I had a roof over my head, I said, I will never be homeless and I will not be hungry. For those who are in that situation, my prayer goes out to you. Go to askland.org and let's get your situation turned around. But I said, I will not be hungry and I will not be homeless. So if I've got those two things covered, then I'm good. The harvest is here and the time is now. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Now, this is the Millionaire's Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time and one dime at a time. And that means you. So what's the action of the day and what is the word of the day? The action of the day is to go find yourself an accountability partner. That's the action of the day. You see, one can slay a thousand, but two can slay 10,000. Find someone who wants to be financially free. Find someone who wants to make their money grow. Find someone who wants to learn how to invest in real estate. Find a mentor. Find a coach. Go to askland.org if that's where you want to go. If you want to start taking classes, if you want to start getting this thing straight, do it. But find a partner someone who's going to be on this path with you, someone who's going to continue to move you in the right direction, someone who's going to remind you of your goals. You know, this whole pandemic thing has just been a trip. And at first I was happy we were in the house because I've been traveling for 20 days out of the month every month for almost nine or 10 years. And so I was like, okay, great. We're all staying in. But then at some point, staying in got to be too much and then you know we've all gone through emotional highs and lows and I was like okay maybe I'm just I don't want to do any of this anymore I don't even know what it is I don't even know what I want to do but I'm tired and my good friend said you can't quit. People are depending on you. She reminded me of the goal. She reminded me of, of, of my goal to help as many people become financially free as possible. It took someone else outside of my head to remind me of what was already in my head. So that's your action of the day. The word of the day is this. It's First Corinthians 10 and 13. It says, no temptation has come upon you except what is common to humanity. So these are not just your problems, okay? Other people have these problems too. It's what's common. But the word says, but God is faithful. He will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way out so you may be able to bear it so you might be in something you might be tempted to go spend you might be tempted to you know throw away some money you might be tempted but god has already provided you with a way out so those feelings the family the friends the food the fun get it in check it takes two it takes truth and it takes love and guess what now is your season now with the word of the day i have to correct a word that i shared in a previous uh um message. Uh, I did not have a chapter 17. There's no such thing. as had a chapter seven bankruptcy. <laughs> Just had to fix that out there. Y'all, you know what? I love you. I love you. I love you. The harvest is here. The time is now. You're going to continue to hear me say that because it is your season.